Welcome to your podcast or mine, where the creative minds behind the mic are interviewed. Now, let's get things started. Here's your host, Sherry. Hey, everyone. Welcome to your podcast or mine. I'm Sherry, and on today's episode, I'm speaking with VP Mars, the creative mind behind the Deadlighters podcast. Thank you for joining us, VP. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Sherry. Thank you. Okay, well, let's start out with who you are and give a brief description of the Dead Letters podcast. All right, so I'm VP Morris. I'm an award-winning horror and thriller writer. Um, I reside in Connecticut, really close to New York City. Uh, The Dead Letters podcast is a suspenseful audio drama about five women who, over the course of history, receive mysterious letters that warn of death and destruction if they don't do what the sender says. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, how did you come up with a story, and how long did it take to write the script for the show? Uh, let's see. Well, actually, the, the, the term dead letters actually comes from an outdated uh, term from the publishing industry. So, um, you know, back in the day before the Internet, you had to send in queries and manuscripts through the mail. And if you kind of got ignored or, quote, unquote, lost in the mail, it was called getting a dead letter. And I just liked the, it kind of sounded haunting when I first heard that term, um, that like, it just seemed like a cursed piece of mail or something. And I just kind of had the idea snowball from there of like, what if you got this like really old piece of mail that's been forgotten to time and it told you, you know, all this bad stuff that could happen in your life. Um, As far as the, the script for the first season took me, ooh, um, about six months to finish up. Now, do you have uh, more season written, or is it an ongoing work in progress? Um, It's an ongoing work in progress. I have the bones of how I want the stories of the other women who haven't been mentioned or won't be mentioned in um, the first season written out, but exactly how I want to reveal them is not quite there yet. I'm not sure if I want to uh, have all three come out at once or have a a different way of discovering them, but I have a a general concept for how I want them to come about. Now, the first season, it surrounds basically the uh, dead letter that, you know, one of your main characters receives. Now, um, can you give a, a brief description of, of that and um, yeah. who the character is? Yeah, so um, season one, it comes from the point of view of Fiona Weatherly, and she's a 21-year-old college student in 2018. Um, so she gets a dead letter from a mysterious woman who just shows up at her door and gives her this letter and basically disappears. Um, <clears throat> and she says... to to read the letter and take it seriously. So the letter comes from a woman named Charlotte who is writing from 1875. And she gives Fiona these bizarre rules claiming that she can see the future and see Fiona's life. And if she doesn't follow these rules, bad things will happen. And they kind of seem off the wall, but Fiona starts to realize that they're, they're real. Like one of them is not to eat white meat. And it turns out the white meat or the, the chicken at her school cafeteria has been poisoned. So there was, that was the reason for that kind of odd rule. Mm-hmm. Now, you've released uh, three episodes so mm-hmm. far. Uh, what is the title of the next episode? And what day do you normally release them? 
So new episodes will come out on Tuesday mornings until the first season wraps a few days before Halloween. And the next episode, episode four, is called Memento Mori, which is um, a old term from Victorian time where they would keep a, a piece of a dead person to remember them by. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And I, I noticed that from your descriptions in the podcast, I've listened to all three episodes and they're great so far. You use a lot of uh, visuals and in, in your writing and, and your scripting, which is very helpful to the listener. They, you know, you could sort of visualize everything from what your, you know, characters are going through based upon the, the visual uh, activity that you give, which I find to be, kind of refreshing also kind of like what you would read in a book too yeah I mean because I mean I come from from writing fiction just you know in in regular paper form and not I this is my first time doing anything with audio so I think that probably transfers over a bit into this so what motivated you to start podcasting or start your own uh, audio drama Well, I've been thinking about it on and off for years. About four to five years ago, I got exposed to podcasting for the first time um, because Serial got really big. That is a big uh, true crime podcast about um, Anad Saeed. And everyone in my office was talking about it and sending links. So I didn't really understand what podcasting was. I kind of had ignored whatever I'd heard about it before. And then that kind of got me hooked as this like modernized radio show. And I loved the idea of kind of radio getting a rebirth through the internet. And I had just been like thinking about, oh, I want a show, but you know, I just kind of like, I don't have time. I don't know what to talk about. And then finally I was like, why don't I just turn my stories, my short stories that I've been writing or the novels I've been writing into an audio show without having to like put it in an actual book. Awesome. So um, what inspires you and who are your favorite authors? Who do you like to, to read when you're not actually writing yourself? Um, well, I love anything that's a, a dark thriller. I love any story that kind of gets your, your heart beat going and that there's like a, a mystery, something to unravel at the end. Um, I really love Jillian Flynn, who wrote Gone Girl and Sharp Objects and Dark Places. She's my favorite author Um, I also love, I mean, Stephen King is a classic, but I think my style is a little bit more reminiscent of Flynn than King, but just the general kind of creepy vibe of things is something I really enjoy. Well, I also heard you mention Edgar Allan Poe in your recent Mm -hmm. episode as well. And I mean, um, I, your, your thoughts on, on his writing and. Where, I mean, he. You know. I mean, he's one of the greats. And one thing I love about Poe is that people don't realize that, like, the the melancholy personality was kind of an, an act, like a publicity stunt. In real life, his true self was a bit more bubbly and warm, and he put on this like kind of pressing act just to like sell more stories. And um, I kind of relate to that because I have like a quirky sense of humor, and I'm sarcastic at times, and like I don't have this like depressing creepy vibe that a lot of my stories have and so I just think it's him and I kind of are spirit animals in that way that we uh we write creepy things but on the inside we're not you know super depressed and melancholy all the time 
Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, his depiction is is always you know super depressed or super, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, bipolar or you know mm-hmm. depressive or you know like characteristics that really aren't like him, like you mm-hmm. said before. And you know, just going on onto like your Twitter pages, I could see the the um, sarcasm in in your tweets, mm-hmm. which I. I welcome because I'm sarcastic as well, you know, but I also have, you know, writings that are on the darker side too. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely get it. Like as far as like going out to, you know, wanting to buy professional clothes, but then going to spend like a hundred dollars or whatever on like graphic tees with like horror themes on it, you know, that, that's totally me, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I have that struggle um, every day. I'm like, I need a practical cardigan, but then I'm like, Oh, this shirt has a reference to 1990. It. I need to buy that. So. <laughs> so, getting back to the podcast, um, mm-hmm. what equipment do you use to record the podcast, and uh, what kind of support have you been getting from the uh, general public ar- around it? Um, let's see. Well, for equipment, I've been using uh, a Yeti microphone, um, which is it's not the most expensive one, but it, it's a little bit more expensive than your like intro level. I don't remember the exact uh, model number, but it's really great. It picks up so much sound that the first time I, I tried recording, I could hear my husband sneezing the next uh, <laughs> floor over, so I had to redo it. Um, and I, I edit in Audacity. Um, I'd eventually like to maybe get a professional editor or something like that, because that's just a bit of a learning curve for me to pick up. But um, for the most part, it hasn't been too bad. And um, yeah. and for general reception, um, everyone so far has been really supportive. I haven't heard anyone say they don't like the story. Um, I've been getting you know new tons of new listens in the every day, and everyone in the podcasting community has been really welcoming and really nice. And I really hope to like work with more people and just sort of get more into this community because it's been really great. Yes, I find that the podcasting community on you know is basically the same as like the writing community a, a lot of the people mm-hmm. are very supportive and and build you up more than break you down yeah. that's that's you know that's my experience as well you know everyone likes to support someone and you know there are a few like rotten apples out there but for mm-hmm. the most part i think it's you know i think that the community both in writing and and in podcasting are about the same as far as like the support level goes so um as far as crowdfunding goes are you doing that or are you using Patreon or or any other sort of um, mechanism let's see well right now um donations can be made in amounts of two dollars or more through paypal and there's a link on uh the show notes that will go to a page that shows you how to support the show both monetarily wise or just through social media and other fun things um, I'm considering a Patreon program or maybe some sort of crowdfunding for season two because I would like a professional editor or something that I can that will help me get a better quality of show in the future. Um, so that's something I'm considering, but as of right now, it's only PayPal, no Patreon program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Well, um, what social media pages? Uh... Can people find you? 
Um, so the Dead Letters podcast can be found at Dead Letters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And you can find me at T Right Repeat, that's T-E-A-W-R-I-T-E, on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Now, uh, if you have the time to listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, which ones do you indulge in besides the the uh, serial? Oh, I have so many. Um, I'm kind of an addict, especially it's gotten worse now that I'm in it because yeah, I keep interacting with more and more shows and I'm like, I need to watch the, or listen to them. I need to listen to them. And I just have this huge list. But um, on the, the nonfiction side, I love movie reviews or anything that kind of like breaks down pop culture. So I really like Scream Kings, um, Watch If You Dare and uh, Nightmare on Film Street are my favorite for those. And uh, towards the fiction side, I've been enjoying uh, Vampires of White Castle, and um, oh, it is escaping me now. I really enjoy the uh, the Nightmare Magazine has like creepy short stories, and so does uh, the No Sleep podcast. So those are up my alley in terms of like fictional thrillers. And what would you say uh, the best part about podcasting is? Um, it's been, well, actually, there's like this moment where, so in in the first dead letter that Fiona receives, one of the other rules is that she isn't allowed to answer the door on days that begin with T. And someone left a comment that they will be listening to my podcast on the next day because it was a Tuesday and like they couldn't listen to my podcast on days that begin with T, like making a reference to the uh-huh. letter and I just like I'd never had anyone like kind of make like a reference to my work before and that was that so far has been like the best part of like someone kind of making a joke using a line that I've written was just mm-hmm. like yeah that's surreal. really cool it was mm-hmm. really cool and just generally like people saying that they loved it I had like family members send me messages that they are like they were binge listening to it on their drive so just like anyone that is just giving me any like good feedback makes me feel you know good that my work is at least causing some people to in- enjoy their listening experience has been the best part yeah and what about the worst part of podcasting I always say the um, editing part is the worst for me because yeah. I'm I'm so, like you know I, I did take radio television in college and I did work with editing but then you lose it after a while just like you know learning a foreign language mm-hmm. You know, you lose it if you don't use it. And, <laughs> like, that part for me is always the worst, but it's a love-hate yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, and some parts, like, it's been – so I would say that, yeah, audio editing is by far the hardest because I had to learn it on my own and just the – it's the minutia. I said, um, here, I need to go remove that, and, oh, this is a sharp noise. I need to dampen that noise. It just – it's a little boring and repetitive when I just want the story to be out there already. So, so that mm-hmm. part is a bit uh, tedious and frustrating, but well worth it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So what other projects or uh, are you working on at the moment? I know that you're writing and querying and, and mm-hmm. all of that right now. Yeah, I actually, um, I wrote a thriller novel. It actually has a, a bit to do with podcasting. It's about a unemployed investigative journalist who has to move home due to financial reasons to her hometown of Santa Monica. And 
while she's there, she decides to take it upon herself to try to solve the disappearance of her childhood best friend, Maddie. And she puts all of her findings and interviews and evidence in the form of a true crime podcast similar to Serial. And the twist is the man who is responsible for the disappearance of her best friend is listening in and messing with the investigation as she tries to solve it. So um, I'm trying to get that story um, represented by literary agents. And right now we have hashtag PitMad is going on where um, writers pitch their manuscripts on Twitter and agents can reach out to them and say basically they want to read that manuscript. Wow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's one cool thing about the Internet is that you can mm-hmm. receive an instant response right away from, you know, someone involved yeah. in the publishing industry because I know it's, it's kind of a, a difficult – I mean, there are hundreds and, or thousands of people with their pitches probably ready and, and inundating a Twitter and uh, mm-hmm. the Internet right now with, with their stories. So good luck on that in, in that respect. So, but the concept of, of that book is really cool. And I understand that you have won a couple of, uh, have gotten a couple of recognitions for previous writings as well. Yeah, um, my um, my short story Bloodsuckers that came out in late 2017 won first place um, with the CT Press Club Communications Contest, and then um, the National Federation of Press Women gave it an honorable mention in that same time frame. So that was really cool to get this story some recognition. I submitted it on kind of a whim and didn't even expect to hear back from them. I kind of almost forgot about it. And then I get an email saying that I won and I was just like, what? I, I had not, um, I had not been expecting that. And it was, it was great to receive. Yeah. Especially when you just like, you know, send it out and you're like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And then you don't even remember sending it <laughs> and then just getting a response like that. That's, that's pretty cool. So um, right now, is are there any other uh, things that are brewing in, in your brain as far as uh, writing new material, or is it always? Um, I have always things in my brain, which is really annoying because I want to just focus on one thing at a time, but that's not how inspiration works. But I am I'm writing a comical horror story right now because I kind of want to stretch my my skills a little bit because I'm not very good at writing comedy and I'd like to maybe try a little bit and and I was really inspired by the the tv show what we do in the shadows which is like a a horror comedy take on the vampire narrative and I was I, I started a draft for a story about um a demon whose main task from the devil is to just bother those people who go around to like haunted asylums looking for proof of ghosts as just like kind of a funny cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm. That sounds neat. That sounds really cool. So uh, how can people listen to your podcast VP? Let's see. So right now it's available on Podbean as well as Stitcher 
Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed your, your Podbean um, page it has a lot of information on there regarding mm-hmm. the characters and regarding you as an author and, you know, other, you know, think information about the show, things of that nature. So, you know, I I think that that's a really good resource for people to see that and to uh, see your viewpoint on, on different things as well. So, you know, I appreciated that because, you know, looking at the Podbean site, I was like, oh, okay, I could find out a little bit more about the characters that are intertwined in, in Fiona's uh, story right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad, yeah, that you found it that way. I didn't want to give too much information, but I wanted to give some people a, a bit but more idea of what they're getting into because it is a bit of a mystery, and, and eventually there'll be kind of more twists to, and, and twines and, you know, comes all on, on only once a week. So I didn't want people to feel like, wait, who is that person? So there's, like, a little bit of a cheat sheet on the Podbean site. Because um, I almost wish that, like, in books they had that because sometimes I'm reading, like, a really complex mystery and I'm just like, wait, who is that guy again? Like, oh, that's that dad butler from chapter one. So um, I'm trying to give people a little bit of help. Yes, I appreciate that too, because <laughs> the, the same thing, I'll be reading a book and a character will be mentioned in chapter one and then not until chapter 20, you know, at, at the end of the book. And it's like, wait, who was that guy? You know, like <laughs> you mentioned before, who was that character I've never and then you scour through the book to try to figure out who that person is and it just takes away more reading time (laughs) so yes uh, I appreciate that as well so um, in the meantime uh, what else would you like to mention to our listeners about uh, the Dead Letters podcast or yourself Um, just keep an eye out for the new episodes Um, you know try to follow also leave a five-star review if you enjoy it because that helps other people see it. Um, I believe the algorithms, especially on iTunes, promote the ones that have the most positive reviews. So if you like it, please help out the show that way. It only takes, you know, a few minutes to do that. Um, And, you know, don't be afraid to say hi on social media. I'm really active on there and I'm generally, you know, able to engage with most people. So I'd like to to interact with more people, whether you're just a listener or you have another show and you want to, I don't know, talk about that, um, I'm pretty much around. Okay, well, just remind people how they can find you again, and then uh, we'll Mm -hmm. wrap up the show. Um, So you can find the show on Twitter and Facebook at Dead Letters Pod, and then you can find me, VP Morris, at T. Wright Repeat on Twitter and um, on Instagram, and that's T-E-A-W-R-I-T-E, because I drink tea and I write and I do it on repeat. So that's what that means. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then you repeat that. (laughs) I actually have a a cup of tea right now. So I'm already in the cycle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I enjoy your show and I appreciate Mm -hmm. you coming on to your podcast or mind VP and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, please come on again, especially for oh, um, season two. Yeah, I mean, and we can oh, yeah. get into to more topics at that time. Oh, but yeah. thank, thank you again so much, everyone, for listening to your podcast or mine. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Be on the lookout for that.